Hello everybody, it's uh, Scott here. This is a uh, Creative Pact. Um, my Creative Pact podcast for the 3rd of September. Um, look, to be honest, it's been quite a day for me today. It's been a bit crazy. I've had a... Yeah, I've been unfortunate to witness a couple of uh, fairly negative events, which I'm sorry to sorry to report. Um, I'm a bit sedated. Um, I'm, I'm not sedated in the formal way, but in the personal, emotional way I am. Um, it's also very late. It's uh, half, half 11, so I'm only just getting this in time. Really, to be honest, I almost haven't done it at all, actually, but I thought... I thought I wanted to do it and just keep on keep on going through. So um it it's gonna be very abridged tonight, probably. Um my apologies about that, but it's just it's just what I feel I can do. Um as promised uh, last night, um I said that I would talk about the uh, gig I was um off to see. I went to see the House of Cain playing down in the Thatched Tavern in Nantwich. Um yeah. A friend of mine plays in the bands, so he invited me to go check it out and I thought it'd be a bit of a laugh to go check it out, so I so I did. Um well, first of all, the band themselves, some pretty impressive playing, actually. There's some pretty cool stuff. Guitarist is well on top of his game. Um, they've got a, a MySpace, uh, myspace.com slash House of Cain Band, um, Cain, C-A-I-N. Um, in particular, a track they played called Preacher Man is um, it's pretty outstanding and very good. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, I got back and found this recording of it on MySpace. And to be honest, the recorded stuff is even better than the live stuff, which has a tendency to be the case amongst that kind of, you know, players who are doing other things as well as doing that. So... It's pretty cool. It's kind of a bluesy, Zeppelin, Cream, Hendrix, that kind of stuff, Black Crows. I definitely recommend checking it checking it out. You can hear the tracks for free on MySpace, so why not? It's it's something to listen to. Um live live music wise though, the normal complaints were there. It was a you know, it's a small venue. It's really loud, like insanely loud. There was no need no there's never need for it be for it ever to be that loud, but it's drummers, isn't it? It's always drummers. The drummer, the drummer is, was the drummer was you know unmiked and hitting it so hard that everything else had to be allowed to balance it. So I thought that was kind of you know, yeah. Drummers were a bit loud. Um, yeah. So drummers loud. Everything else was loud. And I think the level can really come down. I think there's a big issue with audiences in that a lot of audiences in pubs on like kind of Friday weekend nights, they're not necessarily there for the music, and the band feels the need to kind of overwhelm to kind of push hard to be heard to maybe kind of quiet everybody down rather than the alternative approach i sometimes like is to play quietly and if people want to listen to you they'll be quiet and listen and if they don't they'll talk the whole way through it and then you know very clear where you stand with the where you stand in relation to the audience they're either listening to you or they're not and you know you know kind of where you are but i know everybody takes that approach certainly in amongst the licensing trade there's a they tend to like loud music because you can't talk if there's loud music and therefore you drink more and that's their cool business model is to serve as many drinks as possible so that's kind of a negative, bit of a negative twist. I did enjoy the gig, though. A bit of positive advice I was able to give us. I suggested to a keyboard player just to consider pulling down, yeah, pulling down some of the high frequency content on his organ sound because with the with a set of cymbals constantly ringing and a guitarist who's using a lot of top hev, top end tremolo to fill out the sound, the last thing you need is a really kind of piercing organ just cutting through it. And I suggested, you know, it might give more impact to what he's doing to just give the high frequency just cut off some of the high frequency content a bit. So he's going to, you know, take that into consideration and have a look. It'll be interesting to see what, you know, see why ideas come from there. So that was the House of Cain at the Thatched Tavern in Nantwich. It was cool. Um, that was kind of cool. Something else I did, uh, I'm just going to quickly mention because I thought there were two bits that were fun and I needed someone this evening to take my mind off everything. So I watched Die Hard 2 with a friend of mine who was visiting from uh, from in the deep smoke in London. Um, and I just got two comments about Die Hard 2. I was saying, first of all, if you haven't seen it, you should watch the film. I'm sure everybody's seen the film. It's great fun. Um, what I particularly love, though, is the, the section. There's a section in the middle. This kind of will have some spoilers, but I'll try and be vague in case you haven't seen the movie. But there's a really great moment where John McClane, Bruce Willis, 
does this rolling thing where he shoots people in the uh, Skywalk Annex. If you've seen the movie, you're another bit. I mean, and it's just awesome. It's like he's rolling and shooting people and people shooting back at him. And obviously he never gets, he never gets, in, well, he gets injured, but he never gets killed. But everybody else around him, the bad guys always do. You know, it's Hollywood film. You'd expect that. So I think that's awesome. And that's one of my favorite kind of gunfight scenes ever in, in a movie. I just think it's great. But then what really amuses me is about two minutes later, there's a huge explosion and they cut to him and he's literally standing in front of the camera waist waist up and then he just f- jumps backwards and lands on his face and somehow that is because the explosion occurred and i just think it's the most ridiculous um it's just funny how there's such a great piece of kind of on-screen direction and choreography and then it's like yeah so i would just like you to jump backwards and land on your face please it's just it's just ridiculous but you know I just think it's it's a great movie anyway, and it always makes me smile. And Al's in that movie as well, which is obviously a key consideration of these uh, these things. So, but there we go. That was my thoughts on Die Hard Two. I'm thinking that a cool podcast later on in this later on in this kind of month for podcasts might be to do a commentary of a movie. So, if you think that's a great idea, I'd love to receive some suggestions as to what movie I could do a commentary of. And perhaps if you're local to me, you could you know Huddersfield area, you could come join in. It might be a whole load of fun. But anyway, uh, that's me done. That was uh, Creative Pact number three, Saturday, 3rd of September. I'll be back tomorrow with another Creative Pact. So until tomorrow, goodbye.